Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? My stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There? It's a family podcast for adults and people with a terrible speech impediment. <laughs> that was one of those brain farts you were talking about earlier. Yeah, I read a story the other day. It was interesting because everybody has brain farts. You know what I'm talking about? Where I do it all the time. Yeah, where you're talking about, well, yours is early. Permanent. And, yeah. But uh, where you're talking, 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 or you're getting ready to say something and your brain just, you get vapor locked, nothing comes out of your mouth and you don't remember what you're trying to say, mm. which is called a brain fart. Or where you're trying to think of something and you know you know it, but it just won't come up. You know, like you see somebody on TV and you're like, who is that? And you're like, oh, I know, but you just can't get it out. Mm-hmm. Well, I was reading this article and they were saying that people under 25 for some reason are reporting a growing incidence of physical brain farts. Like... Uh, doing stupid shit like you're bringing your spoon to your mouth or your fork to your mouth and you hit your cheek instead. Mm-hmm. Or when you're typing and one of your hands just hits the wrong key for some reason. Okay, that happens No, a lot, not though. No, not like a typo, like your hand. Okay, like your right hand suddenly sh- shoots <laughs> over and hits the A. Not even that, but it's just not doing what it's <laughs> supposed to be doing. And they're not sure why that's happened to pe- younger people, why they're having more physical instances. Inst- I think that's kind of scary. I think it's texting. I think there should not be allowed to raise an issue without some sort of theory behind well, it. I think it's, Don't just tell me there's a big problem out there. I think it's stuff Give like... Give me a glimmer of insight. I just told you, I think it's stuff like texting. And I'm smarter than most scientists, so... I you think, think texting is going to make people forget where their mouth is? No, but I think that when your hands become used to making very small motions all the time and interacting the world through with a very limited interface... That when it comes time to interact in three dimensions, your brain's not doing what it's supposed to do. Maybe. They're like veal, Kim. Nice. People under the age of 25 have lived in a world that's so connected, they don't have to exert parts of their brain that they probably should. Like, we've talked about before, before about the fact that Thing One and her friends could not find their asshole with both hands if they didn't have a GPS. Cut it out. Do you deny it? That's a a stretch. Thing one has said herself, if she doesn't have her GPS, she's not going. Because she can't find her way there. And I was explaining to her one day about how whenever I used to be a cable installer, how I used to have to find houses, Mm -hmm. the maps go. Right. The kids nowadays don't even know what a fucking maps go is. Well, that's true. The idea that you would have to flip through a book of maps mm-hmm. on, to find a specific address and then chart your course across those many pages of maps to get there. That is shocking and horrifying to kids mm-hmm. our age. They're like, what? I'd have to do what? That requires a lot of mental gymnastics, Dad. Yeah. yeah. A maps go, for those of you who don't actually know. Imagine if you took a map of a city and you divided it up into little squares. I think they were like a mile was how big they were and you each little square is its own map and then you put that in one big book that has an overview map and it shows you on a grid if you want to go here this is the map that it where it's at but you have to chart your course across all the other grids right. to get where you're going mm-hmm. it's not a trivial task I wonder how common those are anymore no i didn't have a gps this was 20 because fucking years ago i'm pretty sure like even the taxis around here don't even use them 
we know the taxis around here don't I even know. use them. Well, they don't know how to because use anything. One time, they don't even know how to use GPS. Yes, because one time we gave them an address, and they're like, uh, it's, that address doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. I, I can't find like it. I've been here all night. So. Yeah, I'm standing here, you fucking yeah. asshole. It's shocking. So, not as oh, shocking. We even said the- nah, who cares? Okay, well. Not as shocking is the fact that you have begun donating your time to local causes. Something which I don't approve of, by the way. I wish well, I you, do it every once in a while. I want you to stop. Cut it out. Uh, I'll a, do what I want. Really? Because you really are going to enjoy how you get treated every time you help people out in a big fucking way? Yeah, it does come back to bite me in the butt <laughs> pretty much every time, which is sad. Because it, I should be able to volunteer my time as I please without regretting it. Do we have a few moments for me to uh, discuss my feelings about people being assholes? Remember we talked about the fact that... Okay. I've decided that I'm just going to be an asshole whenever I want to be because I've come to realize that there's no penalty for being an asshole in the world at large. And this is a perfect example. You're helping a local dance crew with their fucking, uh, not costumes, but they're mm-hmm. like accoutrements. Right. Okay. And props. Props. Okay. Whatever mm-hmm. you want to call them. I think my word was French and therefore superior. And these are not, I don't know how to describe them. They're like kind of like streamer thingies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pretty much. And they seem on the surface to not be much. Is that correct? Yeah. They look like they're just kind of a fucking rectangle triangle thing of fabric. Pretty much. That people whirl about. Yes. Now, you know, because you have experience in this, right? That this is a much more complicated task than you would think. It's not complicated as much as it is tedious. Right, because you can't just cut out a piece of fabric. Yeah, right. You have to fucking make a pocket it has for to the be handled stick. a certain way. You have to stitch the edges. It has to be structurally sound. Yes. Right, because it has it's it has actually to withstand wear and tear. And it actually has a significant amount of weight when you start whipping it around through the air. Yes. Right. If you just did what, because what did the chick tell you that you had to do? Okay, the person that asked me to do it, and I don't have a problem doing it. Okay. <laughs> However, my feathers get a bit ruffled when people minimize the effort that is required to complete such a project. Right. Because they say things like, all you got to do is fucking. Well, it's really nothing. Yeah. It's just like zip, zip, whatever. Bang, you're done. Here's here's my answer to that. When people tell me that shit, because people tell me the same thing at work all the time. This shouldn't be that hard. Fuck you. You do it. Mm -hmm. If, If it's so fucking easy, even a chimp could do it then do it mm-hmm. why are you asking me for my expertise when you're telling me that it's nothing it takes nothing at all mm-hmm. fuck you right so i'm making like four dozen of these things right. okay four dozen as, as evidence which by is the, a lot for the, by the fact that they're fucking everywhere in the yes. house now and she buys the supplies which she should because I'm supplying the labor. Well, if, so, if, they, if you had volunteered to buy supplies, I'd have Well, that would be dumb. Be I like, wouldn't do that. Get out of my house. You're so right. she buys the supplies, and she's thoroughly convinced this is going to be a big nothing project. Yeah. And I said, great. How about you come over and give me a hand? Right. Then you can do it, too. Get your fucking exactly. ass over here. She's like, sure, why not? So she comes over. She spends a little bit of time. Thing two helped her. And... They got them cut out lickety split between the two of them, which because that was the easiest part. That part really is pretty simple. Yes. There's, it's you're, they're fucking tapered rectangles. Yes, not hard. So she was like, "Wow, that didn't take any time at all." 
I I set aside X amount of time to work on these. I said, well, great. Here's a machine. <laughs> Why don't you sit down? You can We can work on them together. Right. She's like, okay, no problem. I know how to sew. Okay, great. So she sits down and she starts having problems almost immediately. Right. Almost immediately. Can't get the machine to work right. She's sure the machine's messed up. She's the, sure the there's same, something wrong with right the same machines that you use day in uh-huh. and day out to do like, professional well, that's work because I just made one on yeah. that so that's, hmm. that's odd I don't know let me help you with that so she helps it long story short it takes her about an hour to finish one right and there's again forty eight of them mm-hmm. and she did one and right. she was like oh my god this is so tedious and I was like yeah so next time you say <laughs> yeah it's just zip zip and it's done no big deal. Now you know. Even though it's a simple task, it's, it, it requires time and effort. Right. And she was like, yeah, well, now I'm going to be all anal about it, and I'm not going to want anybody to use it because they're going to ruin it. And I was yeah. like, yeah, well, good. Maybe now you'll appreciate it a little bit more. Yes. Maybe you'll treat the stuff that you have with a little bit more respect. Right. And I, I run into this all the time, too. Like, here, a perfect example is at work. I, I have to do a lot of things that require a lot of thinking about the solution. Right. The solution itself may not take that long for me to implement, but the process of getting to where I can implement it is a combination of many, many years of experience and often a lot of me thinking about it. And I got into a fight with somebody about it the other day because I charged them 45 hours to do a project. Mm-hmm. And it only took me five physical hours of actually physically coding it to get it in. Right. Right. And they're like, well, that's that's fucking ridiculous. I was like, then fucking do it yourself. I had to I had to design it. I had to test it. I had to actually implement it. And I had to make sure that it worked the way it's supposed to fucking work. Fuck off. Things take time and effort. And if really you think shit's that easy, just do it yourself. Exactly. And that's the way I think about everything anymore. People ask me for help all the fucking time. And my answer is going to be, if it's so fucking simple, do it your goddamn self. And if it's not so simple, then you need to come crawling when you're asking for my help. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's too much to ask. When I ask somebody for help, that really is, if it's trivial for them and it's not trivial for me, then I come to them with the proper aura of respect because they can do something I cannot. Right. Well, when she left, I mean, she looked at the one that we had completed and I let her take the original one back right and uh she looked at him and she goes well these are even better than the ones that we buy <laughs> and i'm gonna give your card to the other dance groups out there so maybe you can make some extra money i was like great and then i'm thinking Ugh, do i want to make like 400 of these things you know what? <laughs> not you, really you may not want to but you have a kid who can do them mm. and she would and she would like yeah, having work. she's intimidated by it a little bit yeah, but she could do it. And if you explain her well for every one of those you do, you'll get paid $10. That's true. That's true. I mean, it's a little different when you're getting paid for stuff. That's true. But just keep this in mind, people. When you ask somebody for a favor and they agree to help you, they are helping you because you yourself couldn't do it, which means in this case, that person is better than you are, and you better fucking treat them that way. That is all. Wow. I, I just, this is one of my pet peeves, and that's why I hate when you volunteer, because I, I sit there. When you volunteer, and I see people treat you like this, and it makes me want to punch them in the face. Okay, she's turned around now. Right, but she, you shouldn't have had to. 
You know, you, you shouldn't have had I to. I understand that, but we don't live in a perfect world. It's not a perfect world, but it's a world in which you don't help people that are douches. Authorities in South Carolina say they arrested a man who was allegedly caught by a store clerk with his private parts in a money deposit bag. Can you let that sink in, people? Think his about private it parts in a money deposit bag. His dick was not in a box. It was in a bag. Not nice. <sighs> the Spartanburg County Sheriff's Office said a clerk at the Hot Spot store in Spartanburg told deputies the man identified as Alan Ray Walker, 47, of Cowpens, entered the store Sunday and headed for the restroom. The Spartanburg Herald Report Journal reported on Tuesday. The clerk said she saw the man exit the store's office about 15 minutes later with his pants on the floor and his penis inside a plastic money deposit bag. She said the man left after an argument and handed the bag to another clerk on his way out. Take that. <laughs> Here's a tip for ya. The tip of my pee-pee. No, it wasn't a tip. It was the, the whole thing. thing. That's disgusting. <laughs> I... Uh... I don't care who you're mad at. I don't care how frustrated you are, how at the end of your rope, how at a loss for words you are. Right. You and I get into it. Let's say you and I have a big argument. And I, my decision then is I'm going to go in the bathroom and cut off my dick. There, that'll show you. Exactly. Take that. <laughs> poosh. And toss it in. I cut off my cock. Now what? <laughs> what you got to say about that, bitches? <laughs> what? It makes absolutely no sense. You know what? And this isn't the first story, not necessarily a dick, but this isn't the first story I've heard of people getting into an argument with somebody and then as if uh, to make their point, they grievously injured themselves. It's like, what? What are you proving? I know. And talk about something that's irreparable. Yeah, don't cut your dick off. I mean, really? <laughs> well, and if it's not irreparable, it becomes irreparable at the point when you hand your dick off and leave the scene. When you go here, Zoit. here's my dick. Later. I got to go. Okay. At least I have to assume it's like, I mean, you've seen a deposit bag before, right? Yeah. They're usually like a dark green. This or one was not. Stuff. It was clear. It just said plastic. It didn't say it was clear. Uh, later on in the story, it says it was. It oh, was my God. Yeah. Okay. So that's even worse. Yeah. Most... Say it, if it's dark, you have no idea. You're like, why is he giving this to me? And then you zip it up. Ah! And you know, exactly. That's more of a movie moment, right? Than hand in a right. clear one. God, you spoiled the whole thing. Why put it in the clear <laughs> one? Now they know exactly what it is. I'm not touching that. Here's my thing. If you come out of the bathroom with your dick cut off, right? I, I think I would notice, before I notice your pants on the floor, I would notice the copious amounts of blood spurting out of your dick stump. Your, your dick is going to be spraying blood everywhere. You have a lot of important blood vessels that run to your penis. Exactly. He's got some bigger problems now. I mean, really, I, I don't know what they could have possibly been arguing about, that that would be the ultimate resolution. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I have been really mad, and you and I have had some knockdown dragon arguments, and at no point did I ever think, I'm going to cut my dick off and slap you in the forehead with it. I don't think about it that way. And I really think that once a guy is has descended to the point in his own madness where he cuts off his own penis, he is should legally be no longer responsible for whatever he does. He needs to be taken away. You cut off your dick. You're not right anymore. Yikes. It's creepy. I don't. Really it's creepy. Know. 
And I was saying it too, and I think other people might be confused. He wasn't actually in a bank. Okay. He was, was a in a hot spot. He was in, in like convenience a store convenience store. Right. Some reason he brought his own deposit bag with him. He was thinking ahead. Knowing that he was going to the bank to cut off his, or going to the store to cut off his dick. Why don't you do this at home? I don't know. And how far do it's you more get? more dramatic this once way. Once you cut off your dick, how far do you get? I think you would run out of steam fast. Oh, uh, that's just one of those things. It's like a Band-Aid. You rip it off real fast. It's just, you don't, you don't, you're not sawing back and forth. You cut purposefully. Okay. I don't know how familiar you are with penises. A penis is kind of fibrous. I've been up close and personal a couple times. I'm pretty sure. Not recently, but they're, you know what I mean? They're mostly muscle tissue. Sawing through one is not simple. Well, he was motivated. Holy shit. I mean, think about cutting through just like a piece of steak when it's not cooked. It's not an easy task. You got to saw on it a little bit. Yeah, that's true. Yikes. Oh, my God. The story makes I'm assuming bad. the guy, he needs more help than just medical attention. That, that's what I'm saying. This is the mark of you are completely batshit insane. You, not, no trial, nothing. You're going to the nut house until we get this shit figured out. You cut off your dick. And I also think. We've heard about that more and more often, though. Doesn't people that are make you worried a little bit? I will. A little bit. What, that I'm going to cut off my own dick? No. No. That there's like spores in the air that men are inhaling and it's making them think that's a good idea. No, no, I'm pretty attached to my penis. I'm psychologically bound to it. I like knowing it's there. I like knowing it works. Okay, here's my next story. A prolific cat burglar has stolen hundreds of precious possessions from homes near San Francisco. The police are staying off the case. The burglar really is a cat. Dusty, a five-year-old feline from San Mateo, has taken hundreds of items during his nearly nightly heists. Owner Gene Chu tells the San Francisco Chronicle that he has pilfered gloves, towels, shoes, and more since she adopted him from the Humane Society. Hmm. Do you think Putty Tat ended up in the Humane Society because he was <laughs> a stealing little mongrel to begin with? <laughs> that's, that's very possible. I have to get rid of this cat. It can't Yes, be <laughs> this cat's getting me in trouble. One of the things I found interesting about the story is that none of the people that the cat stole from seemed all that upset about it. Well, he's taking silly things. Okay. If your Not cat is stealing a bunch of shit. Gloves. If and... a cat is stealing a bunch of shit from people. Well, yeah. gloves could be expensive. If, if a cat broke into the house and stole my motorcycle gloves, that's like 50 bucks. Well, yeah, but. It would make me mad. Okay, so is the owner doing it like the other cat burglar's owner and sticking everything out of the front lawn on a uh Laundry line, nice. A clothesline, just sticking them out there, and if you see yeah, come, it, come get just, your stuff. Yes, this is this is not my stuff. Come yes. get your stuff. Here, here's a better idea for the owner of the cat. Uh, it doesn't get to go outside at night. Well, that's that's a thought. <laughs> yeah, maybe Katie needs to stay in, but I don't think people who have cats in urban environments should be letting them out anyway. Might be pesty cat, like totally loud and obnoxious at night until you let him out. Well, here's the tip. Don't start out letting a cat outside. Cats are very trainable about whether they're inside or outside cats. That, that's true. And most cats, given the choice, I think would prefer to be inside cats. You know, where their food is, where they don't have to run around and get scared. 
Well, it seems like this kitty might. Well, if he was from the Humane Society, surely he was fixed, right? Yeah, you can't get him out of the Humane yeah. Society unless they're fixed. So, I mean, I could see if it was an unfixed cat because they would definitely want to be going out at night. But if he is, he would tend to be more of a homebody. I would think. I mean, we successfully trained our cat to just, just stay the fuck in the house. And it wasn't that hard. We're just like, just stay in the fucking okay, house. Okay, well, we have a cat that likes to hang out in our backyard. And as far as I can tell, he doesn't steal anything. He that just, like, hangs out Shangri-La back there poolside. The white one? Yeah. Yeah, I feel kind of bad for that cat because he's kind of janky. Yeah. Like, he's all he's a little fucked up. His tail's yeah. broken in a couple of places, so it's got, like, right angles in it. And he doesn't look like he's had a, a sweet life. It looks kind of kind of bedraggled. And I don't mind cats like that if you're just going to come back in my house. Because we had the one that lived in the front yard. You know, lived in the little alcove by our front door. Mm-hmm. And he was chilly. We liked him. I don't mind if they hang out back there. As long as they understand that it's not their house. Like when I let the dog out, you don't, you don't get to mess with the dog. If the dog barks at you, you need to move along. Right. And that cat doesn't seem to have a problem with it. Like, we've had cats in the backyard before that thought they were the boss, and they would try to get up in the dog's face. Yeah, but this one pretty much knows. But, I mean, he's not very people-friendly. He's just hanging out back there. And like I said, he doesn't seem to be stealing anything. No, and I thought about it. I'm not sure what I'd do about it if he was. I think I would like to put a camera out there. And see what what kind of shenanigans he's up to. I think he's not the only one that hangs out in my backyard. I'm pretty sure you're right <laughs> i think my backyard is like a cat uh haven mm-hmm. i mean the one year it was we know for sure because there were a bunch of there was a mama cat living back there and a bunch With of baby babies. cats mm-hmm. and that was kind of funny because you would go outside in the morning and there'd be you know eight cats lounging around the pool and they'd look at you and go what's up we'll move now mm-hmm. <laughs> the birds are more concerning me more than the cats in the backyard lately they're very territorial about my pool about you being in the pool that's what i'm saying we we were swimming out there the other night and they would not stop harassing us while we were in the pool flying down at us squawking making all kinds of fucking noise well at first it seemed innocent enough like they were trying to catch the dragonflies or other critters that were flying about then it became pretty obvious because they were like sitting on the roof just staring at (laughs) taking turns that was my thing they're taking turns with this shift on the roof right they're like, staring at yeah, us and then every once in a while total people. dive bomb uh, and purposefully yeah they weren't they were not trying to avoid us no it, it's like, like flying <laughs> right over your head right they would fly Let's really close fucking close make a bunch of noise i mean they would they would rattle their wings and, and squawk at you and then land on the the uh electric wires back and forth like that fucking dicks get out of here this is my house yeah, that was really weird at least they're not crows we're not sorry I was telling you about crows. Or hawks or egrets or well, whatever else is terrifying out there. Crows, they've discovered, hold a grudge for their whole life. Oh, yeah. And not only if, if you make a crow mad, he will not only remember you and give you shit, like fly down and fuck with your shit, he will teach other crows to hate you as well. And That's then, super creepy. <laughs> and they live for several years, so I don't need a crow mad at me. Not nice. So maybe you should just walk around with bread in your pocket all the time, huh? Here, crow, take some of this. That, or if a crow fucks with you, kill it. Problem solved. What? No way, man. They'll take revenge. Have you seen the movie The Birds? They'll be dead. No. Don't be afraid of fucking birds. Birds are scary. Well, I'm, I'm telling you this. I've been killing wasps out there, and I'm not opposed to popping a couple sparrows if they don't stop fucking with me. Aw. 
Now there's a cardinal and a blue jay back there that are like fighting over turf turf wars. Well, the crow and the or the the cardinal and the blue jay, I'm okay with because they spend all their time fighting each other. And they're getting pretty angry about it. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. But I think it's funny because we don't see many of those down here. Like when we were growing up, I saw cardinals and blue jays all the time. I mean, they were yeah. everywhere. But down here, you don't see them very often. So it's kind of neat we've got them back there. I wish they could just get along. The cardinal and blue jay gang wars getting on my nerves next story doctors have removed a stubborn moth from a 12 year old colorado boy's ear after trying in vain to kill it in the end the moth was removed with tweezers wade schulte of parker southeast of denver says the moth crawled into his ear sunday night after he fell asleep he awoke screaming and crying after trying to remove the moth at home the boy headed to the emergency room with his mother doctors numbed wade's ear and then tried drowning the moth to kill it finally they used tweezers and pulled it out alive i would have lost my fucking mind Boo. i'm not Ooh. i'm not because you know that thing was wriggling and jiggling around inside there yeah well here's the thing this is the part that made me slap at my own ear and like a frenzy <laughs> yeah you know this kid woke up right and the moth was just inside his ear right it oh just God, it just so crawled horrifying. in his ear then people start digging at it oh yeah it's gonna hurt and it, and it starts crawling deeper inside your head trying to get away from the tweezers so it's just crawling deeper and deeper everything anybody does it just wants to crawl deeper into your fucking head Blah. this is one of the things that terrifies me i cannot stand the idea of a living creature burrowing into well, my I don't fucking think head most people like that I would get like a drill. I would horrifying. get a drill and drill it into my fucking ear. You just know that kid's going to gonna need some Xanax or something for a while. Well, and here's what the doctors did. Really tell, scary. tell me this isn't dickish. They they finally pull it out, right? And then they mm-hmm. put it in a jar and give it to the kid. Here you go. Here's your ear bug. No, I don't want to look at no, it. I don't ever want to see that fucking thing again. Burn it. Kill it with fire. Well, that's what, you know that's what he's doing now. He's going to take it home slow <laughs> torture, right? <laughs> Uh, uh, Serial killer in the making. Uh, uh, I just went to bed one night. It would have. I don't know, man. You're so weird about your ears. I'd imagine you'd just go insane before we could get it out. I, I, it, yeah. Ears are like feet. Don't touch them. Don't mess with them. Yeah, being married to Kim is a treat because there's like three parts of her body you're allowed to touch: her shoulder, your hip, if I'm lucky, my elbow, and your elbow is okay. But anything else, she's like, oh, that's creepy. Why are you doing that? It's creepy. Leave okay. it alone. So we were in the car yesterday. And thing two was with us. Right. And we were at a stoplight. And you reach over and you're like stroking under my chin. Yeah. Because your chin is very soft. The skin is super soft, right? It's very, very soft. And it's like freakishly baby soft. You do it all the time. And thing two was soft. like, dad, that's really weird. Why are you doing that? And what did you tell her? I said, the skin on your mom's neck is very soft. And if it stays like this, after she dies, I'll make gloves out of it. (laughs) (laughs) It's super soft. (laughs) She thought you were (laughs) (laughs) so horrifying. People are dumb. (laughs) You wouldn't even say something. Like, I would make gloves out of you. But it is. you have to admit that that part of your chin is freakishly soft. It is. <laughs> well, that's all I'm saying. I don't know why. I like to rub it on your like chin because it's, 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 you're old and that skin is like brand new. <laughs> it's weird. Anyway. Well, lately the kids are annoying me because they're, 
Like, no matter what I do, all I get is, eh, dad. You know what I'm saying? Okay. When you tell somebody. No, not even that. I'm saying if I come in and give you a hug or give you a kiss, everybody well, acts like I'm true. throwing you on the floor and fucking you right that's there on the true. floor. It's very fucking annoying. I had it out with a uh, thing, too, about it the other day because she was bitching about something. I was like, do you understand whose fucking house this is? It's my house. You just live here. If I want to come up and kiss your mom, I can kiss your mom. It's ridiculous. She's like, well, you don't want me hugging on boys and stuff. Again, do you understand the difference? Kids. No, Kids well. these days. I am just going to start grabbing your boobs whenever I feel like No, it, you're huh? not. That's how people act anyway. I'm start rubbing your crotch. Do a little vag massage. Cut it out. Just trying to be nice. Yeah, you your stories over there? I do not. Are you done? Damn. Man, I keep getting, I, I don't know what I signed up for, but I keep getting ridiculous amounts of fucking ads for Viagra and shit, and they're all so dumb. They're just all dumb. It's like, I don't, I don't want to hear about it. Stop sending me pictures of people and going, Viagra, I'm feeling so young again. <laughs> <sighs> I don't think, okay, like, just imagine you're old enough where your dick doesn't work anymore. Just taking Viagra is not going to make you feel young. It'll make your dick work again, but it's not going to make you feel young. It gives you headaches and sniffles. It's silly. All right. Where can they call us when it calls? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. I'm also getting tons of emails for, and I blame Google for this. Google's new tailored search results are ending up with me getting, when our pool broke, I did like a million searches for pool parts. And now I'm getting spammed for pool parts everywhere I fucking go. It's annoying. I don't read the ads. What cost? What can it cost? They, I think I already Email then. RWTYshow at gmail.com. God. Don't forget you can juice on blueray.com. Leave us a review on iTunes. Vote for some podcast.com. You know what to do. We're not that deep. I didn't even. It wasn't time for that yet. I don't care. Now you're ruining the fun. Whatever. All right, Kim. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet? Vote for us at PodcastAlley.com. <laughs>